Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. <laughs> Limitations apply. Welcome to Pushing Through. I am Tate Frazier, and as always, I am joined by the kid, BJ Armstrong. And BJ, we had a great game last night. We had a great performance by the Curry brothers, both of them, one in particular. And then we had the Bucks and the Suns, the showdown that goes to OT. Uh, we got a lot of good NBA stuff going on, BJ. A lot of good games that are rolling through. What'd you think about the Suns and the Bucks last night? Great game. Great game. And I want to say this about the Phoenix Suns. Yes. The Phoenix Suns has quietly been going, have been going up under the radar all season. Mm -hmm. They currently stand with the second best record in the entire NBA. Nine and one in their last 10 games. And I'm really beginning to see the chemistry and things come together for them. That they're winning games against top teams in both divisions. And they and, and while we're all talking about the Utah Jazz, we're talking about the, the L.A. Lakers, we're talking about Brooklyn Nets, but quietly the consistency of this team all year has been fantastic. So yep. the Phoenix Suns, they have all the ingredients. They have a proven score in Devin Booker. They have an up-and-coming, and he seems to be improving week by week in DeAndre Ayton. And, of course, we know the steady play of their veteran Chris Paul and what he brings. But I've been more impressed with the with the role players. The Bridges, mm. Mikael Bridges, um, you, uh, Dario Saric, and all of these guys that they have playing their roles. They seem to be a very, very good team. Monty Williams has been fantastic on the sidelines. Yep. Should be up for coach of the year. And quietly, guys... I wouldn't be surprised if they came mm. out of the Western Conference, you know, and injuries are a part of the game. We saw Jamal Murray go down, which is going to really hurt the Denver Nuggets, who I thought was the team to look to beat out there in the Western Conference. But mm -hmm. now with the Phoenix Suns, you know, you got to give them respect. You got to give them and say, you know what, this team is right there. And they've been doing it all season, guys, up under the radar. Yeah, absolutely. If you really look at the Western Conference, you know, outside of Utah, who I think Utah, I mean, we know what they are. They're basically a machine at this point, uh, you know, with the way that they're able to play their game. But if you look at the Suns, who are the two seed, the Clippers, who are the three seed, the Nuggets, who are the four seed, and then the Lakers, who are the five seed, that those four teams uh, behind the Utah Jazz that are bunched up right there, that is really where we're trying to see teams jockey for position to really make that stretch run for a title. And you mentioned it. The Nuggets without Jamal Murray are probably not as formidable as we thought they would be with that big three that they have with Jokic and Gordon and Jamal. 
And now you got the Suns who have Chris Paul, who is a, a, a savvy veteran to say the least, the point guard, the point god, as the kids say. BJ. <laughs> and uh, you know, it it does seem like a recipe for success. And you know, we talked to Midas and I talked to Jerry Colangelo about a week ago, and he was talking about the Suns and the history of that franchise and Walter Davis. And you know, there's been so many great teams with the Phoenix Suns that have not been able to get over the hump and win an NBA championship, despite them being such an old and storied franchise. So there's a chance just because of the way the basketball gods work at times that the Phoenix Suns may be due for a championship. And I find that fascinating as well. Yeah. The Phoenix Suns, you know, every time I hear Jerry Coangelo, who is a native from Chicago and, yes. you know, he made a great career and named the Chicago bulls for the people that don't know. Yeah. And I've just always thrown back to that, <laughs> To that draft, I can't remember what year it was, maybe 68, 69 draft when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was coming into the league. It was a coin toss. It was a coin toss. And um, that's how the, uh, they say that's how they, uh, that's how things shake out, you know. And they lose the coin toss. They end up getting the second pick instead of the first pick. And Milwaukee Bucks at the time drafted Lou Alcindor, who yep. later on, uh, you know, Want to you know change his name to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? So I'm just was reminded of that story when you said uh, Jerry Coangelo. So shout out to Jerry, and uh, I've been knowing Jerry for uh, for a long time, and done a great job. I think he just recently retired. Yeah, with, uh, USA passed, basketball uh, to Grand yeah, Hill. Passed the baton to Grand yeah, Hill. To yeah, Grand exactly. Hill. So uh, it's been great, but he just reminded me of that story. Yeah, and, uh, and he also, you know, reminded me of Walter Davis uh, because then I think the he, Greyhound, he went, the Greyhound. He, oh God! And then went on to sign. I think it was Connie Hawkins and Walter Davis. You know, in lieu of Lou Alcindor, uh, that was their answer to that. So that's not a shabby roster to rely on. And then obviously, you know, Hubert Davis, the net, the nephew of Walter Davis, now the head coach in North Carolina. So it all connects, BJ. It's a, it's a beautiful basketball. Always world gets back to Carolina. Always gets back to Carolina <laughs> with you. It goes back to Jordan or Carolina with me. That's what it is. That's a, uh, that's how I do things. Things. Uh, but I'm excited about the Phoenix Suns. I think they're an interesting team to watch. I, uh, I'm excited for Chris Paul. This is something that we in the basketball world have all felt that he was somehow due, um, you know, with the trade that fell through that we always bring up with the Lakers and what could have been and yada, yada, yada. And the Clippers run that he had with Blake and DeAndre, that didn't work out. So I, uh, I'm excited for Chris Paul, too, to see what happens. I hope he can have a real postseason run. I remember that 2015 uh, Game 7 against the Spurs. After They were the defending champions. They played the Clippers in the first round. Chris Paul had a great series. They win that Game 7 basically on his back. And then, you know, the, the rest is history. The Warriors end up going on to win the title that year. But um, I, I hope. I'm fingers crossed, BJ. That's, that's probably my most bias. I'm pulling for Chris Paul. Well, let's just hope that Chris remains healthy. Yes. For me, with him, it's always his health. And once you get to the playoffs, you have to extend those minutes, you know, from 34, 35. Now those go to 40 minutes or even more, whatever's needed. So yeah. for him, let's hope that he's healthy. Let's hope that all of the teams are healthy because mm. the way the playoffs are shaping up, it could be very interesting. I think it's up for grabs. There are a number of teams who feel they have a great opportunity here to close or, you know, get closer to their goal, which is winning the final game of the season. So with Chris Paul, if he's healthy, you know, look out because, you know, he could very well be right there at the end when the last game, as they say, when the smoke clears, Chris Paul yes. and company could be right there. 
And I could see it. I I, I, uh, I have a little bit of a, a belief in the Phoenix Suns in that way. But on the flip side in the Eastern Conference, I want to talk about Chris Paul's old head coach because his team is the team I'm most intrigued by uh, for, you know, making that, you know, stretch run, that title run, whatever we're talking about here with the Philadelphia 76ers. Last night, they went against the scorching hot Stephen Curry. And you brought up yesterday on our show that uh, the Warriors run one play or 15 different iterations of the same play for the same man. And that man is on fire right now. And his name is Stephen Curry. And he took down uh, the Sixers last night without Toby, uh, without Ben Simmons. So not not the full arsenal of guys with the Sixers. But did you take anything away from that game last night? And how do you feel about the Sixers? Well, that wasn't, that wasn't a good, great win for the Golden State Warriors, great win. Yes, and the Warriors. Curry got MVP chance in Philadelphia. That's uh, I've never seen it's that. Philly. Yeah, there's. I've never seen that. I mean, well, I guess yeah, we're, well, we're in weird times. Yeah, we're in weird yeah, times. I, I mean, you, I, I've seen I've seen MVP chance before on the road, and I played with the mm-hmm. guy. He got MVP chance just walking into a restaurant. This guy. <laughs> so I, I'm not impressed. But okay, I'll I'll let you be impressed. <laughs> You've never seen it. Okay. Wow, that was incredible! Right? <laughs> oh, man, yeah, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I've seen that with Derrick Rose. I've seen that with the late Kobe Bryant. I've seen it before, yeah. you know. But believe it or not, it happened <laughs> before twenty twenty one. But okay, <laughs> but let's pretend it, it just happened this year. Right? It just happened. It just happened. <laughs> <laughs> I've also seen. In Philly, they booed Santa Claus, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> but nothing happened Philly, up until 2021. Special, so, yeah. it's a special fan yeah, base. Yeah, That's yeah, why yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just giving you a hard time. Um, <laughs> I know, but I mean, Steph has been great and great win for them last night. Terrific win. I think they are like 500 right now, and that was a great win for them. Wasn't it? That was a bad loss for the Sixers because the Sixers are. You know, they're jockeying for a position, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, wanting to get the number one seed and knowing the importance of home court for the playoffs. And they were down with Ben Simmons last night. But overall, I thought they still should have won that game. But give the chef credit. I mean, the chef had 49. Yeah, I mean. Chef right now is cooking. I mean, he is – he is scoring the ball at an all-time high beyond – the three-point line. I mean, he's shooting at an incredible clip right now. Mm-hmm. And give him credit. I mean, he's like a marksman. I mean, he is just... <laughs> yes, he's, he's a sniper. He's dialed in, and it just looks good every time he releases Every time he releases the ball, it just looks good right now. I mean, he's, mm-hmm. he's shooting every way possible. If you are a fan of shooting, he is the guy to watch. Okay? <laughs> yes. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not advocating to all the our younger listeners and viewers of the NBA to go out there and try to shoot like that, but just admire it because that takes years and years and years of practice. That's, it's almost like not normal for him to be shooting no, he's, at, at this level for this length of time. It's not like he's coming into the game and people don't know he's there. I mean, you're basically guarding the guy from the moment he gets off the bus and yeah. he's just finding a way to shoot it and shoot it at a high percentage. I mean, he's shooting over 40%. Making mm-hmm. over 10 threes, what seems like, well, he's done it like five or six times, I think, in the last two weeks or something, which is incredible. So, you know, it, it's it's been amazing to watch. I'll give him credit. You know, I just want to say this before. I still don't have him 
as the MVP. Every you know, a guy has a good week, and everyone wants to throw him in the MVP. And, you know, I know this is a you know, I I love it. I yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, so I, I'm going to beat Dave, you to the punch. Dave Lillard has been the MVP this yeah, year. Yeah, uh, Giannis has been the MVP, the MVP this yeah. year. You have, a, you have a good game. All of a Jokic, sudden, you're in the MVP. MVP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a good game. Yeah. Oh, he's in the MVP. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to say that, but that's not to say what he has what he has done especially this week has been incredible i mean but he's had a great a great year and give him credit for finding his joy for finding ways to keep himself engaged but more importantly he's he's getting it done he's getting it done better than ever if you look at the statistics and what he's been doing throughout his entire career quick break to get away from our sponsor locker room the best place to talk about sports Sports news seems like it's coming faster than ever before. Just in the last few weeks, we got, you know, basically March Madness happens, the Masters, we got NBA news every single day. Locker Room is the place if you want to have those types of conversations. And it's the only place for live audio conversations about the sports you care about. It's built for sports fans. It's totally free. Anyone can start a conversation. You can react to the rumors, the breaking news, or you can take a deep dive on the teams and topics you really care about. You can also chat with your friends. You know, or join BJ and I. We do Hoopology every single Wednesday. Uh, we get in there for about an hour or so. BJ takes questions. I take questions. We talk about the Hornets as much as I possibly can. Joining the conversation in general has never been easier. You tap once to join a room to listen, tap again to request to speak. And before you know it, you're on stage talking to your favorite athlete, podcaster, or fan. That's where Locker Room is at its finest. Go to the Apple App Store today and join the conversation. We are also Brought to you by our friends at Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted, 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Back to pushing through. All I know, if I was a contender and I was one guy away, I would be calling the Warriors about Stephen Curry in the offseason. I know that they would never let him go, but I mean, yeah, why not? You, you, you know, that sounds you, great, you, but how you want would you him to retire to, as a Warrior? How would, yeah, you, how like would you, like, I mean, the guy's making so so much money. Like, how would you build a team? You can't really fit him into it. Yeah, a, you got to give yeah. away, like, eight players just to get them. Like, hey, that's <laughs> what you're doing. Four against five every night. You know what I mean? You get, <laughs> I mean it's, it sounds great. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I know in, you know, 2021, things are a little different. You know what I mean? You guys are... Yeah, I, yeah. I, get it. I mean, it does seem like the uh, the L.A. propaganda. They want Steph Curry on the Lakers. That seems to be what. Uh, and then LeBron, we talked about and joked it, about that story that he was recruiting Steph. It gives us something weekend. to discuss. I get it. It gives. It's like a distraction. I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it it's draws headlines. Can you it's imagine? More funny than anything. Yeah, can you imagine yeah. LeBron <laughs> and Steph? And then let's talk about that. By the way, yeah. You know, they are a five hundred team. 500 win team, right? You know what I mean? Right now. <laughs> and the Lakers are kind of floundering. Yeah, the Lakers are here. floundering, you know. You know, so I get it. It's very, very cleverly done. I'll play along. Mm-hmm. I'll play along mm-hmm. with the other kids in the sandbox. Can we talk about the Lakers a little bit? Because last night they take on the number one team in the NBA, the Utah Jazz. Right. I uh, The Jazz, 
The Jazz are a clinic. I, I don't know what it, will, what it will look like in the playoffs. That is obviously the, the big question that we have for this team. But when they play uh, just on a random Tuesday night, it, it looks beautiful at times, and it looks like a clinic. And, uh, you know, against the Lakers, without AD and not, without LeBron, you know, they they, uh, they look very solid. And the Lakers are still trying to figure out, you know, how they're going to sustain uh, while they wait for their two stars to come back. Well, the... the- Utah Jazz were also down, you know, Donovan Mitchell. So, yeah, it was, it was a good win for them. Very good win for them, for the Utah Jazz, because they're missing, you know, their top player. Their superstar. Their top yep. player. And then, of course, you know, like every week we, we keep saying this. You know, LeBron is out. AD's out. <laughs> but when they get back, you know what I mean? I just think right now the, the Lakers – Time isn't on their side. And clearly, both of those players, talking about LeBron and Anthony Davis, are top five players in the NBA when they're healthy, clearly. Yes. Clearly, they're very impactful. You know, LeBron or AD, depending at any given moment, they could be the best player in the league. Okay? They could be one and two. However, you know, we don't know – what this is going to look like when they come back and there's not a lot of time. And it's not like both of these guys are like 24, 25, or they're just going to step in and gear it up. LeBron has been out for some time. AD yeah. has been out for some time with the, you know, they call it a calf strain. When I, when he first did, it, I thought it was an Achilles when he first did it or when, it, when the injury first occurred. So I'm going to wait and see. Obviously, with their talent, you you know you 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 have to see with interest because if they get it clicking, okay, I could, I could see it. You know, I I want to see how this is going to work with 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 Drummond because in the off season, everyone said they had upgraded their team from a year ago, mm-hmm. and as you know, Tate, I've always been a little skeptical of that. I I liked their team last year. I love yeah. the athleticism that they had, especially in their front court. And mm-hmm. With Dwight and JaVale. Dwight and JaVale. And now here we are in April and they had to go out and get Drummond. They felt that they needed to get more athletic in the front court. So we'll see how it plays out. We'll see how this is going to you know, turn out. But I'm, I'm a little eh, going into the final stretch of the season with them. I'm not sold on the Lakers as of yet. And, you know, the other team in L.A. will quickly hit on before we get out of here. I just want to talk about the Clippers because with Rondo, they do seem like they have a, a, a sense of normalcy there. And uh, they have been playing really good basketball. Paul George, I mean, we talked about Stephen Curry. We got to mention Paul George has been on a tear himself. Uh, he's looked great on the defensive end, looking like the Paul George that we all know. The PG-13, as they say. <laughs> and uh, not the way off P. Our, our playoff P or whatever the kids were calling him. He had a he did not have fun in the bubble, but it looks like this team has like a, a cohesive unit that is coming together a little bit. Kawhi's looking like himself. Um, what do you think about the Clippers? Because it does feel like they're under the radar um, this year as opposed to last year where they were kind of cons- considered the favorites at one point. Well, the Clippers had a nice PR campaign that caught on. Mm-hmm. You know, New Balance had signs everywhere in the city. Yep. Everyone, myself included, was ready for the Western Conference Finals in Staples Center. That's what I was ready for. Yep. I want yep. to see the Battle of LA. I I, I did. I, I must admit, 
it's not too often that I get caught up into the the hype of the game, but I really wanted to see the L.A. Clippers versus the L.A. Lakers in Staples Center, and I wanted because it it's go a great matchup. I, I, the, yeah. the city was ready for it. I thought the basketball community was ready for it. Great for television. Great for the fan base. Living out here in L.A., like yeah, great for L.A. basketball and, fans, and the Clipper yeah. fans. Listen. It's 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 it, this is a LA Laker town. Let's just call yeah. it what it is. Yeah. But yep. the Clipper fans were walking around with their chest out, and I and I loved it. I, they, they, <laughs> they they had they had their confidence. Yeah. And okay, so COVID happens. So at the very least, I wanted to see the Clippers and the Lakers. That's what I wanted. Clippers were up three one. Lakers had already won. Yep. It was inevitable. I mean, there was no way that the Clippers were going to lose a 3-1 lead. And they're up 20. Yeah, it was over. In, in was game what? Was... Game five, right? In game yeah, five. Yeah. They're up 20. All right, so you're like, okay, let's go. You know, let's get ready. <laughs> let's get the popcorn ready. I'm going to sit back. Okay, everyone, every, everyone is <laughs> delivering the goods, you know? <laughs> All right, they lose. All of a sudden, you're like, okay. They lose game five. Okay. They're up 20 again in game six. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm a little concerned, Tate. I'm a little concerned, but there's no way they're going to lose three in a row. And it happened. Now, the thing that I will say about the Clippers with Rondo is Rondo allows the Clippers to have another player who can initiate the offense so that their scores can be much more effective scores with a live dribble below the free throw line. And what I mean by Mm -hmm. that is you're seeing Kawhi Leonard now catch alley-oops. You're seeing Kawhi Leonard now catch the ball and attack to score. You're not seeing Kawhi Leonard and Paul George bring the ball up now to initiate the offense and have to score and have to post up. So Rondo has been excellent in that department. You know, Reggie Jackson has been playing really good basketball quietly as well. Mm -hmm. So they have two players at that position now who can initiate the offense, who can facilitate, and, you know, distribute the ball a little bit so that their two top guys, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, can do what they do best, which is score. And Paul George in particular has probably benefited more than anything. Yes. Because now, let Paul George do it. Paul George is like, Paul George can do a lot of things. You know, he, he can score, he can dribble, he can pass, he can do all those things. But he sometimes he gets so caught up in doing everything that he does nothing well. Just let him do what he does well. Paul George, catch the ball and score. That's when he's at his best. You just try to score. I mean, and, and if you go 0 for 25, I can live with that. What I can't mm-hmm. live with is he's 2 for 11. Like, just go score. Just be aggressive. Don't worry about ball handling. Don't worry about assists. Yeah, just, don't worry. Don't worry about a triple double. Yeah, or whatever just you're go out there yeah. and 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 just score. That's what he does well. That's what he's doing well this year. And Rondo is going to be an important part for this team, important player for this team, because Rondo, if you he gets up three one, 
I don't think Rondo is going to allow that team. I think he will will that team to whatever its potential is supposed to be. They're going to reach it this year with him in that in, in that mm-hmm. locker room. And it does seem like if we get the LA showdown you're talking about in Staples Center, uh, there is a an advantage, uh, so to speak, I would say, with the Clippers because they have Rondo, and that's who the Lakers had last year. You know what I mean? It is. It is quite poetic that now the guy who was getting that team and, and was basically the secret weapon for the Lakers, you know, during their playoff run in the bubble is now on the Clippers and knows everything about the Lakers. So I, I find that fascinating. You talk about gamesmanship. That's good, BJ. You know, Rondo loves that. Well, you know, Patrick Beverly, Rondo, it'll get a little chippy out there. Right? <laughs> yeah. hey, I, hey. I mean, think about those two yeah, guys. Together. I mean, it'll yeah, get a little chip. Something. It should get a little chippy out there. It should get a little chippy. <laughs> it's Chip City. Yeah, it's but chip you know city. what? I, I, I want to see it. I, I think it will be great for the city. And more than any other playoff matchup, well, actually, there's a couple, but I want to see that Clipper Laker matchup. I want to see that. Yep, I want to see Kawhi and LeBron. I want to see Paul George, Anthony Davis. I want to see these players, the Morris twins. I want all of it. I want Montrez. I want everything Boogie. Don't forget Boogie's over there now. Mm. I want all of this. And I, I, I think it would be great, great drama for the <laughs> NBA. And I, I want to yes. do a podcast every quarter. I want I want to podcast yeah. this entire event. I, I just we'll just go we'll live. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, should yeah. just we'll go talk live. about it live. We, we should go yeah. live. I, That's I agree. easy. That's easy. Well, here we are uh, pushing through. We are back. We appreciate you listening. We will be back later in the week to talk more NBA storylines. BJ, is there anything else before we get out of here? I got nothing but one thing. If you are in <laughs> water, my friend, you better make waves. We'll see you later in the week. Thanks for listening to Pushing Through. 